Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another edition of MCM Radio. I'm your host, Jimmy Morris, at JMorrisMCM on Twitter. You can see Miracles.com at TitansMCM. All right, so the Titans won against the Buccaneers on Saturday night, 13-3. You know, obviously the biggest thing we were still watching was Malik Willis. And, I mean, it was up and down. I thought that, um, you know, the first play of the game looked great. Uh, hit the back foot, made the throw. I mean, so you saw some progression there. I, I thought the uh, touchdown throw to Chig was fantastic. Um, you can see him go through his reads, come back, make an accurate throw. You still saw some of the issues that we talked about from last time where he either holds on the ball too long or looks to run too quickly or, or whatever. Um, if you didn't see his press conference after the game, I think you should go and watch that because you can just tell he is he is working through all of this very thoughtfully. And... You know, you've seen some guys in the past, I think, that have been resistant to change the style that they play with. Um, Malik's not that guy. Like, he is very thoughtfully working through all the changes. And like I said, we, we see that just from the amount of success he's had just taking a snap under center. Um, because I, I think people don't understand how big of a deal that is for a guy who's never done it in his life. To, to come in and do that. And so I, 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 there's no question to me that he's going to put the work in. Like I said, there's still work that needs to be done there, but you know, we all, we all knew that coming in. So I, I think we should be encouraged with the progress that he's made. Um, but I think we should hope that Ryan Tannehill stays healthy all year and that Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback this year. Now we get down to whether or not Malik is going to be QB two. And l- listen, at this point, I think that, we can all agree that Logan Woodside is not going to win any football games for this team. Um, he's been here. He knows the offense. That's all well and good. But if we have to see any extended period of Logan Woodside, it's going to be a problem. So I think that at this point, they either keep three. I don't know who would be listed as the two. I, I It's hard to say. Um, I mean, I, I think they should just make Malik Willis QB2 and, and, and go from there. I do think that if Ryan Tannehill were to go down with an extended absence, you would absolutely see Malik Willis as a starting quarterback. And I think they would change the offense up quite a bit to work with what he does well. Right. I think right now they're working their offense and he's learning that offense. Like I said, I think he's doing fine um, with where he's at. I, I don't think we would necessarily see this offense if, let's say, Ryan Tannehill was out for six weeks, 
Um, I, I think they would they would change it up quite a bit. Uh, if Ryan Tannehill were to get hurt in game, would they rather have Logan Woodside out there? I wouldn't, but I don't know how they feel. So that that's just kind of something to keep an eye on. You know, Vrabel said last week basically the reason that. Willis is getting more reps in Woodside because in the joint practices last week, Willis was getting reps ahead of Woodside. And Vrabel's like, we need to see his development. We need to see him in this offense. He said they had a conversation with Logan Woodside about that. I I think all that makes sense. Um, Like I said, I I don't know who ends up at the end of the day being QB2 on the depth chart when, you know, roster cuts are made. Um, I would like to see them cut Woodside and then try to bring him back on the practice squad. Uh, I don't. I don't think. You know. I don't think his performance this preseason is going to have people. You know, rushing out to claim him on waivers. So I, I think that would be their best course of action. But we'll just kind of wait and see what happens there. Another couple. Th- another couple standouts from the game. I thought Caleb Farley was really good. He did get beat once, um, which is going to happen to every corner. But overall, I thought he played a really good game. Um, you know, you could see in that first game, it looked like he was still kind of working through the trust with the knee. Um, he had a bad day the first day of the of the practices with the Bucks, but came back the second day, had a good day. Everybody was very complimentary of him after that day, and then I thought he played well. And Vrabel continues to compliment how hard he works, how you know how much he's been at the facility trying to get ready. And again, we just know like that there's no question Farley has the physical ability. The only question really has ever been his health. And the back seems to be good. Again, working back from the ACL, he's way ahead of you know where I kind of thought he would be at this point. So all good signs there. And I think we've got a guy that's going to end up being a really good player for them. And they're going to have a good secondary. I mean, McCreary looks good. We know Christian Fulton's pretty good. So I think you know I think this is a group that that's that's going to have a lot of success. I think this defense is going to be really really good. Um, but anyway, that, that's a whole another conversation. Speaking of the defense, though, Rashad Weaver. Um, I, he, he was good again, showed up again. Um, you know, didn't get to see a lot of him last year cause he got hurt, but it was a guy that showed some flashes in the, in training camp and in the preseason. Um, you know, if he can be a part of that rotation, uh, they've got the two good, you know, the two top guys in Dupree and Harold Landry, those guys are going to be out there. Those guys are going to make plays. We know what we have in them. If Rashad Weaver can add a third guy into that mix, with the pressure they can create from the middle, I just this defense is going to be really good, and it's been really encouraging to see Weaver. Uh, Kyle Phillips had a had a really good night um, as a punt returner. He made probably a bad decision to catch one of the punts, but ends up getting it past the twenty. And you know, variable kind of set after the game, like, look, it's not probably what we coached him to do there, but as long as, it's, as, long as he gets it past the twenty, no harm, no foul. But you can see the dude's shifty, man, and like he he is going to be an asset for this team. Um, I, you know, I think he's going to be able to do some things from the slot, and I think that he's going to be their punt returner and could actually give them. It's been a it's been a minute since they've had a punt returner that actually like created yardage. Um, that, that was a was a positive in in that part of the game, and I think he's going to be able to do that. I'm really excited about where he is, and you know, again, the offensive line. I mean, Dylan Raidens, <laughs> it was a rough night for him. A lot of, a lot of good stuff we talked about so far. Dylan Raidens, it was rough. Um, I think Nicholas. Petit Friere, I think is how you say his name, MPF. That's what I usually call him. Um, that He's got a chance to be the right tackle, um, and especially after what we saw in this game. like That competition is still wide open, and so I, I think there's a chance he wins that. I hated Dylan Raiden's pick when, when the Titans made it. It doesn't look any better right now, but you know we'll see how it goes. And he's a guy that, that had gotten a lot of hype for what he'd done in the offseason and all that kind of stuff too, but 
I just, I don't know. It doesn't seem to be coming together. And it was a bad game. We, we can, we'll see. Uh, they'll get more stuff. They got the Cardinals coming for practices this week. And then, you know, we got one more preseason game before roster cuts and, and we start the regular season. So it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. But it was not a good night for Dylan Reagan. So anyway, that'll kind of do it for some thoughts that I had from that preseason game. Like I said, joint practices this week. So we'll have plenty to talk about from that. And then final preseason game, roster cuts, all that stuff comes at us pretty quickly. And then it'll be a regular season before we know it. So between now and then, MusicCityMiracles.com is the place to go um, for everything you need to know about the Titans. And again, you can subscribe to this podcast. Just search out Music Miracles podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us there. Follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm, at TitansMCM. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again later this week.